Now, I want to go to East Galway. It's a lovely story that has come across our desk. And if you've driven through the village of Ahaskra lately, you might have noticed um, that it's a case of all hands on deck as the village prepares for the next phase of the McAllister Distillery Project, which is a lovely project. It involves the rejuvenation of Ahaskra's derelict mill, and it's reaching a critical milestone, as within a matter of months, Irish whiskey and gin will be made from scratch in Ireland's first zero-emissions eco-distillery. Um, but how will all of this work? Uh, Sally Ann Barrett went to meet the couple behind the development, which is having a huge impact on the local and the wider community as well. You we both have always been interested in gin and whiskey, both drinking it and um, making it. That's Michelle McAllister, who, along with her husband Gareth, is pursuing their dream of turning a passion for craft Irish spirits into a family business. We were never going to just build a distillery somewhere. We wanted to repurpose, sticking with our um, ethos of sustainability in that. The Dublin couple's journey saw them leave the corporate world of Hong Kong in 2020 to embark on the transformation of the old mill buildings in the village of Ahaskra into a distillery. And we wanted to repurpose the building. And I think this building itself used to be a mill. It was a flour mill beforehand. Um, and we just thought, well, we need to bring this back to life. There's, there's a lot more that this building can give. Um, and so that's why we, we went with it. We could see, we could see the, the possibilities within it. Now, it was very derelict and overgrown and unloved. It's, it's got some TLC since the yeah. last few years. <laughs> and a lot of money. <laughs> But this is not just your run-of-the-mill distillery. The McAllisters are developing Ireland's first zero-emissions eco-distillery. Since the early 1800s, that has operated sustainably, powered mainly through the, the river that runs down between the, between the complex, which is called the Mill Race. There were two large water wheels that powered the whole um, mill at that time. And so the last thing we were going to do was put in you know, a big boiler and burn hydrocarbons or gas and have a big stack, you know, seen for miles around. So we always were planning to have an eco distillery. Um, so it is all electric. I think it's of this size, taking in renewable energy and transferring it into a, a, an energy medium, which can power a distillery of this size, I don't think has been done before in this country. Um, and that's what we're doing. So basically it's technology which is proven in other process industries, but hasn't really been used in the distilling industry. And um, that's what's new and innovative about this. But as with most things, when you're trying to do the right thing by the environment, it can be quite expensive to get into that on a start-up basis. But there was some assistance grant-wise on this. Yeah, the traditional way is to get a boiler and with oil or gas and you generate steam and that would have cost probably a third of what our system is costing. So it would not have been possible without the support uh, from the SEAI. They have a program called the Exceed program, which looks for energy efficiency um, technologies and companies, industries that are, are transferring to a more energy efficient use. And we, we ticked a lot of the boxes in their Exceed program and then they offered us a, a half a million capital grant, which was, goes a long way to help us fulfill the, um, the eco side of the, of, the, of the distillery. So what that means here locally then, no chimneys, no emissions, no output that's going to damage the environment? Yeah, from an energy point of view, we're not burning anything on site. 
that releases emissions or carbon dioxide. So it's a zero emissions operation from an energy point of view. And um, we're taking in, we're sourcing renewable electricity, and we're on 70, sorry, 30 percent of our needs will be generated on site with solar and hydro. With a background in chemical engineering, Gareth explains the logistics of the operation. Yeah, so there's three elements of the complex. Obviously the shop and cafe, which was a derelict old shoe store shop, and um, it was derelict for over 15 years. Then hardware, which was been derelict for 20 years, that was all Sweeney's hardware, and then came Green's hardware before they built the big Green's um, facility. So that's where we do a lot of our storage and bottling and handling. And then across the road is the old mill, derelict for 70 years, and that's what will be in a matter of a few months the, the new distillery. And of course, I can hear quite strongly in the background as well, the river, which I presume would have powered the original mill here. Yeah, that's a two kilometre mill race. It was built by hands like a canal. It, it comes off the Bonown River and then rejoins the river two kilometres back that way and it flows through the whole site. So it flows through the distillery, goes under the road and comes out by the shop cafe and our storage facility. And um, you can see now it's after all the rain we've had, uh, there's a lot of water there with a lot of power. And there were two large water wheels that powered the mill. We hope to put one at least wheel back in action and get back to work at generating some electricity for us. Okay, let's walk over and have a quick look so at the distillery. Yeah. There's a few um, of the old bits and pieces from the mill that we've repurposed sticking with our ethos. So we've made some of the pulleys um, into tables in the cafe um, and then we will also in the events building behind here we will also have a um, one of the floors will be a museum which will show some of the pieces that we were able to pull out and, uh, and uh, keep to just show you what a, a mill used to work at you know in the 1800s upwards to now. So we're standing here in front of the actual mill race you, your listeners can probably hear now the water and a lot of water it is but there were two large water wheels here one on the left one on the right and that comes from the Bonown River about a kilometre upstream there. Um, on the left the two front buildings are mainly production on the left is the brew house so that's where we take in the grain we we mill it we mash it we put into large fermenters we basically make beer in there it's eight percent by alcohol distillers beer it wouldn't be good beer to drink it's distillers <laughs> beer we then pump pump that um eight percent alcohol liquid um, you can see there we have a bridge over the mill race. Underneath the bridge, there's a pipe rack, so our pipes will go underneath the bridge and into what we call here the still house. And in this building here, we'll have our three large copper pot stills, seven and a half thousand litre, seven and a half thousand litre, and four and a half thousand litre, plus a gin still. And that'll all be seen from the front of the still house. You've got large glass painting in the front here, glazings in the front here where you can see, you, from the, coming up the road from Ballinasloe, you'll be able to see the copper pot stills. Yeah, and that's really nice. That's a real modern touch in an older building yeah. that has been kept in character. Absolutely, and it'll be a wow factor. You know, people will come in and go, wow, that looks amazing. And I think also, like what you said, it is very modern, but it fits in really well with the old building. So that's one of the nice things about this. There, it's an old building, but there's new stuff in it which is which has worked really well together you know people who come to visit we want them to see more than just a distillery this is this is basically history it's, it's an old mill over 250 years old and how it used to work in the past 
It was the centre of employment for this local community and, and, and served a great service to the local community. And, and that's what we want people when they come and see a Hasbro distillery, they'll be able to get a flavour for, for what happened in the past. Here is the brew house. We have some equipment here already. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, good, okay. the wow factor worked there. Good. Wow. Yeah, it's all the original stonework. Um, obviously, there's a new roof. There was an old asbestos roof. We, we took that down and disposed of it safely. But all the steel trusses are the original steel trusses that were here. All the stonework is original. We've repointed it and done it up and filled up any holes and opes. Um, brand new floor, stiff and strengthened floor. So this is our brew house equipment. These are large 15,000 litre, and we for them wash packs, they're called our fermenters, and this is where we do the fermentation process to make the beer. So they look like huge cylinders. So is there, there's about six from what I can see? Yeah, they're, lar they're large stainless steel tanks. Um, these other two are hot and cold liquor tanks, but in the future they can also be wash packs. So when, you know, a future capacity could be about a million LPA, that's litres of pure alcohol. So a million litres of pure alcohol would be the capacity of this, this brew house, this, this distillery. Front two buildings in this building are all to do with the running of the distillery. That tall building there, which most people see when they come into the village and has the corrugated roof on it, um, that will be all hospitality. So if you start at the top floor, that'll be a large event space, so like people can rent it out for family gatherings or corporate events. Then the, f the floor underneath that would be like a mini museum. We will have like an audio-visual experience for people doing the tours to see um, the old equipment that was in the mill. We'll have some of it restored and then in position in place. Obviously also learn about how to make whiskey and gin, but a lot, good part of the history of the mill will be on display on that, that floor. And then the floor underneath that will be um, a large a uh, tasting room so people when they finish the tours they go in there and they do a tasting <laughs> so that's the nice part that's yes. the nice part <laughs> and then we have you know a nice storage on the ground floor uh, the work to that building will start next year and hopefully be finished um, early 2024 well, the goal is to get the distillery up and running produ producing our gin and our whiskey here and then we get working on the hospitality side of things and while the schedule of the distillery has hit many challenges along the way, the reality of distillation on-site in Ahaskara is only just around the corner. We're hoping that we will be commissioning the end of this year. We will start um, producing our own liquid uh, in February, March. Yeah, yeah February, March distilling. Mm. We'll, we'll be equipment is starting to arrive on site yeah. now. We've got of our brewing equipment is on site. Our, our large copper pot stills will be arriving the end of November, beginning of December. They're coming from Scotland. That'll be a big day for the village when, when they when they arrive. With three large flat pack trucks with a lot of copper equipment <laughs> on it. Um, and then, yeah, mechanical installation, December, January, commissioning February, March. So we'll be distilling, hopefully the gin will be distilled a bit sooner mm. here in Ahaskara, and then the whiskey, March, but then as whiskey has to be laid down for at least three years, so it won't be really whiskey until, you know, another three years. Um, but yeah, that's that's the plan. If 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 all the pieces arrive when they say they're going to arrive, and every and, and and you know everything works to plan, so exciting times here for the next next few months. We also have 
you know, spirits on the market, we have two whiskey brands and a gin brand. The gin brand is Shin Gin, which is winning a lot of awards and is now best gin in Ireland. And we've got two whiskey brands, Clan Culla Irish Whiskey and Oosh Irish Whiskey. And, you know, they're available, you know, on our website. And everything in terms of the, the product is done here in Hanscra, um, except the distilling part. Obviously, this is sourced liquid from other distilleries. Soon it'll be from this distillery. But everything else in terms of, you know, storage, vatting, finishing, bottling, labelling, dispatch is all done in the Haskra here by, by a local team. Gareth, could you put an estimate on it, what this has meant to the community employment-wise already and what it will mean in the future? Well, we're currently at 15 mm. people, mixture of permanent and part-time, and that will grow by... By this time next year, that'll be probably 25 people. As the distillery ramps up, we will need more people to support that operation. Um, and then there's also indirect jobs. We're going. I think there's some study from a Scottish distillery that for every distillery, there's about 60 to 70 indirect jobs, which, you know, these could be logistics people, suppliers. We're going to be taking uh, local grown grain, barley, um, so that there, there's, there's a direct and an indirect impact to the community when the distillery comes into, into a place like this. So while the clock ticks closer to a new era for Ahaskra, the McAllisters are hoping their products will gain traction both further afield and with other local businesses. We have hampers made up or you can make your own hampers looking on our website at um, any of the products we have in our shop. We can do any of the hampers or just bottles for any of the um, clients or your customers, family, friends, whatever. All you have to do is uh, look on our website and put an order into orders at ahaskradistillery.com. And I know we have already stuff up there, but you can do whatever you want on it. What are you expecting the uptake to be like on that? I think so far we've had it. We've just started it and we've had a great uptake of people locally that want to show off their local um, products. Um, so we're hoping that more um, businesses will come to us, local businesses particularly, will, you know, everybody likes to give gifts at Christmas and that. So I think it'll be a lovely idea to have it as a local um, product for your clients or your customers. So um, we're hoping that it'll, it'll do really, really well. That's an important point you're making there because local businesses supporting other local businesses, that is key really, isn't it, in the times that we're in? Absolutely. I think that's that's one of the most important things is that we do um, support local businesses. Um, we try and do that ourselves. You know, a lot of our products, we've honey in that that are all made from local um, pr- producers. So I think that's really important. And I think that's one of the things that is in part of our ethos is that, you know, we're supporting the local community here and, you know, if local businesses could support us um, it's a win-win for everybody so ultimately we will see products that are being distilled here locally in this premises that has been developed here by yourselves going out there onto international markets yeah that, that's you know export is very much our focus um, you know we are in Ireland but Ireland really is uh, we've got such a great choice here of good whiskey and good gin those choices aren't available elsewhere around the world, so we're going to try and exploit that, particularly Asia. Asia's our background. There's a huge opportunity for good quality Irish whiskey and gin in Asia. So we're already in Taiwan, Hong Kong, uh, India, um, and we're, we're working on, obviously, China. Um, it's a bit difficult at the moment because China's locked down. Um, 
we're in certain countries in Europe, Switzerland, France, we're in the UK, and we're shortly going to be in the US as well. So it's, it's, it is a big export play, um, and that, that's where the growth will come from. Irish whiskey is the fastest growing premium spirit in the world. Um, has grown over 140% in the last 10 years. Um, Irish whiskey is set to outpace out the growth of Scotch whiskey by 2030. So there's a renaissance going on here with Irish whiskey, and we want a Hasker to be part of that. We're going to put a Hasker on the map. That's what we're doing. It'll be known all over the world. What a lovely, lovely package. Thank you to Sally Ann Burrich uh, for that. And well done to the team in Ahaska Distilleries as well. And again, Ahaska Distilleries, as you heard, there will soon be a world-class distillery and visitor centre in County Galway. Now they're transforming the historical mill into the working craft whiskey and gin distillery. But in the meantime, they begin their journey with a family bond of hand-selected releases, including that Oosh um, Irish whiskey, Clan Cola uh, Irish whiskey, and the Shin Gin which, what a lovely name, just lovely names from there. Uh, their bestoken customizable hampers include premium whiskey and gin, alongside gifts from producers based in the west of Ireland and beyond. And uh, an easy way to say thank you to friends and family and employees and colleagues and clients um, while supporting uh, local this business with Ahaskrid Distillery. So you can go to ahaskriddistillery.com for full details and follow our Facebook page for your chance to win uh, that Shin Jin hamper. So again, that Shin Jin hamper up for grabs. So just uh, check out the Galway BFM Facebook page and uh, the ahaskriddistillery.com Facebook page as well. 